Welcome to Ask. We got three huge questions. Why do women not preach in churches, or can they? Also, will my pet be in heaven, and will I die during the millennial reign of Christ? A lot to cover, so let's get to it this week on Ask. Welcome once again, we're at Cornerstone Church, and this is where you get to ask any question, Bible, life, uh, things of God, whatever is on your mind, and you do that by going to our website, cornerstonebv.org. Just go to the media page, drop down, you'll see ASK exclamation point, hit that, and then you can submit your question from there. So some big questions, let's get right to them, and uh, hopefully it'll be helpful. So the first, was it really a series of questions kind of related, so let me just read them. Why does God only call men to preach? Are female pastors priests, slash priests, considered false prophets? Is it biblical for women to serve as pastors or in other leadership positions within the church? So all big questions. So first of all, um, when you're dealing with women as pastors or uh, those types of issues, they can be really sensitive and emotional. And so the first advice, counsel, I'd give you is when dealing with anything like this, is to step back because we always want to deal with these questions uh, biblically, logically, and as objective as we can. We're human, that can be hard, but you wanna be careful to try to not go in with a position that you like with something and try to make God's word say what you want. You then get involved and backed into an emotional corner that's hard to get out of, and what we always want, myself, you, everybody wants, if you're a Christian, is to discover what does God say about it? So really the first question is, why does God only, right? A lot of times the answer to that is, I have no idea. I could give you some counsel, but a lot of times God doesn't give explanations as to why. He just says, this is it, I'm God, trust me, right? So uh, I may or may not always know why anything that God does. All I know is what God's word says, and he knows the best way to do things. And so when it comes, first of all, to um, the preaching. So that would be the, the teaching typically in the gathering of the body of Christ at church, right? We would see that typically on Sundays or in our case Saturday or Sunday uh, at a group church service um, is preaching. But this really comes from a, a gift of preaching or ex exhorting the scriptures that can be done in conference settings, it can be done in retreat settings, it can be done at, you know in a, a, a different kind of church setting anytime believers gather, right? So that gift of exhortation of the scripture really can be a man or a woman. The Bible doesn't say that there's one that has that gift. Now when do you use that gift is really what you're asking. Because people typically think of uh, preaching just done in the kind of organized Sunday morning church service. But there's lots of ways you can use your gift of preaching or exhorting the scriptures to a lot of different audience. I mean, when you teach or uh, share God's truth to kids in different programs, VBS or Awana or uh, Children's Church or other settings like that, you are preaching to children, right? You're, you're hopefully doing it in a way that can apply to kids, right? If you're doing a women's conference and preaching to only women or a men's retreat and only to men, you're using the same gift but applying it in different ways, okay? So men and women can both have that gift, but when should you use it? Is, is the, the question. So there's a few different thoughts on it, right? The, the first, some believe when you read in 1 Timothy 2.12, um, this is when Paul writes to Timothy, who is in Ephesus, trying to help some issues going on in the church in Ephesus. Do not permit a woman to teach or to exercise authority over a man. Rather, she is to remain quiet. A lot of people get their 
hair and a little bit bristly there, right? And, and it sounds like I'm supposed to be quiet. He's of course not saying, because there's other places where he says when women, you know, do this or say this. So Paul's not uh, meaning that women should never speak in the building of a church, okay? That's not what he means. Um, what, what he's talking about here is the, the some level of, of preaching or exhorting the scriptures. And so some believe, some one camp is that this was very specific situations. Paul did not mean for us to apply this everywhere. Uh, so uh, they kind of get around the scripture by saying, well, women can preach in churches to both men and women because Paul was talking about that issue, right? But the problem is, is once you go there, there's so many other things you could play that sort of those mental gymnastics with. Uh, to say, oh, that's not for us today, because that was, so I think it's in scripture, because there's a lot of other times Paul wrote letters or taught things that were specific that we don't have. This, the Lord preserved for us. So for me, that's a little bit of a, a weak argument, but that's what some would say. Second, others believe you can preach as a woman, but not serve as a pastor or elder. Um, you know, so they would say, hey, all the scriptures about women having spiritual authority over men, um, etc. Those are meaning sort of the pastor, elders, leaders of a church congregation. But hey, if uh, like a church like ours, we have male uh, elders and pastors that, that you could have, uh, they would say you could have a woman still preach on a Sunday morning. That's not spiritual authority. She's using a gift God's given her, right? They would fall into that camp. Plenty of pastors and churches I very much respect fall there. So I don't think you necessarily are in some major rebellion if, uh, if you fall in that camp. Uh, third, others believe that women um, can have teaching, preaching gifts, but are reserved for uh, situations that are not with men. And that's, that's the most conservative biblical approach, I think. We could find out we're wrong, but I think when, when there's gray area, what we try to do is say, what can we say, this is our best attempt at following what we see in scripture. And that's why we would say that, that, that women who have the gift of preaching or exhorting scripture should do so in settings that don't involve men because God has wired men to have spiritual authority over men. Um, now, that leaves us with making sure that your other question is pastors, elders, because there's plenty of pastors, elders, depending on the church, that do not typically preach. They may teach in certain settings, but don't always preach. Um, so can a woman be a pastor or elder? It seems very clear that um, all of the scriptures point to men being the elders or pastors in the church. Now, why did God do this? He, this is not, again, don't make it an emotional argument that says uh, men are better than women. To say I'm a pastor that makes me better than Steve to God because he's behind the camera and doing what God's gifted him to do versus what I'm gifted to do, that's how arrogant would that be? Uh, it's just different gifts and different wirings that God has given men and women, which is controversial in today's society. But let's be honest, men have really good, are really gifted in some areas. Women are really good and gifted in other areas. And it doesn't mean either are better or more important to God. God has just did it for his reasons and his purposes, right? So again, a woman could have a very good at teaching and preaching. It should be done in a setting where she'd be most effective using that gift. Um, and so that's, uh, from a biblical standpoint, why we would look at it that way. Again, it's very much debated. If, um, you know, it, it, one of the questions was, is she a false prophet if she does that? No, she's not a false prophet. She's um, uh, not necessarily anyway, right? It doesn't mean if a woman gets up and preaches in a church that she's preaching error. She could be very much preaching truth of, of the scripture. So I wouldn't necessarily 
put her in the camp of being a false teacher because she's doing something like that. So um, I, I would throw that out. That's a different category. Uh, a woman can be very biblical and very truthful in what she says. Okay? Um, you know, I, I often get, well, hey, I, I heard this woman and she was great, super talented. That was awesome. Listen, nobody's talking about talent or ability. This is not saying that women can't, couldn't be a president, couldn't be the president of some major business or organization or leadership positions. This is spiritual authority in the church. That's it, okay? So if, if a woman is a very talented speaker, I'm not saying she isn't. Um, but God has his reasons for saying, I want and have wired men to be the spiritual leaders in my local churches, right? So, so that's what the Bible says and that's what we'll, we'll stick to. Okay, uh, Will, and, and this is probably, you can, Steve will agree, uh, this is probably one of the top questions I've answered over the five, six years I've been doing this, um, and, and it's, will our pets go to heaven? And I get it, I love animals myself, uh, Heather and I, our family has uh, pets, we've had dogs and cats and all kinds of other things too, and, and um, we love our pets, we give them not just names, but voices and, and personalities, and, and, uh, and I've lost three dogs in my lifetime. I've lost some cats that some I didn't care too much about, but most I was pretty sad, right? Pretty devastating, and I get that. Um, I, I don't think the Bible really answers that. Pets do not have souls. They are not made in the image of God, and therefore uh, don't have the, the everlasting life that we have in Christ. However, um, it seems pretty clear that when God makes the heavens and the earth, there will be animals there. So, will God, because he loves us so much, put animals there that are like our pets or remind us of our pets? I think it's absolutely possible, but we don't know. Let's remember though, you're not going to feel any loss because being in the presence of Christ is going to be so amazing that everything that is disappointing in this life or saddening in this life will be all just like a mist or a vapor. We won't even feel it because the presence of Christ will be so amazing. Um, so that's all I think I can say about pets. Um, so speaking of the end, will people die during the millennium? If you don't know what the millennium millennium is, not the falcon, uh, the uh, Hansel uh, flew. You've never heard of the millennium falcon? Should I have? It's the ship that made the Kessel run in less than 12 parsecs. Uh, it is the reign of a thousand years and it's, it's um, depending on your theology, right? Some believe that it's very symbolic um, that there isn't going to be a physical 1,000 year reign, which is when Christ will come. He will reign this very peaceful reign uh, here on earth. And then um, after that, Satan's released and you have the final, uh, and then a new heavens, final rebellion and the, and the final conquest, Christ over the, the, the demonic forces and Satan, and they're judged forever. And you have the new heavens and the new earth, right? So that's kind of how some look at it. Some think the millennial, millennium reign is not that the same, it's not going to be a, uh, a physical, actual, literal reign. You can explore that to your heart's content, what you see the Bible is saying, and read it for yourself. Um, but it does seem to, to, to suggest that nobody will die of unnatural causes, uh, so they're not going to to have, they're not going to have, it's going to be peaceful, right? It's going to be Christ reigning. There's not going to be accidents or diseases or anything like that. But it does seem like it's potential that it's, people will still live their lives out. Um, so the Bible is very uh, um, sometimes skimpy, we'll say, about some of the information. What we know is it's going to be awesome 
and it's going to be a reign of peace under the rule of Jesus Christ. And we want to be there. So we want to trust in Christ's finished work on the cross for us. We are his people. So we are with him in that. Okay, whatever form that might take. All right. A lot of good questions. Keep asking them. CornerstoneBB.org. Media page. Ask. Submit. Done. And you got to wait probably several weeks. We'll see. A lot of questions are in the hopper and they're good ones. So be uh, stay tuned for next week. We'll have more. God bless. See you soon.